This is MJ Acosta from the NFL Network, and you're listening to Lemon City Live. What's up? Fresh is our turn, baby. Lemonheads, welcome to another edition of our Friday Night Happy Hour. Lemon City Live is brought to you by Magic City Highlight. Magic City's 2020 season started May 1st and will run through the end of November. For now, the court will stay closed uh, to the public, but you'll be able to watch all the games in real time on YouTube on the Highlight Channel. If you need a sports fix, we highly recommend that you check it out. The Highlight Channel also has a ton of other original content to help you understand the game and get you more familiar with the players in the league, like our co-host, Tanar Davis. So just go to YouTube.com slash Highlight Channel, spelled J-A-I-A-L-A-I channel. It's free to subscribe, and you'll never miss a moment of the action. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. Bro, oh, Owen Wilson really wants to see some Highlight. anyway um it's another lemon city live quarantine edition of uh or another quarantine edition of the lemon city live podcast this is episode 20 yeah 208 i need to verify the numbers (laughs) this is episode two something where what the hell um is it I thought, okay, yeah, yeah. I thought the last one was 208. I don't know why I had 208 in my head, so I was thinking 209. But anyway, <laughs> start all over. This is another quarantine edition of the Lemon City Live podcast. Thank you guys for stopping by. Hope you stay a while, enjoy, and uh, kick back, relax, have a little drink with us, uh, sharing some conversations. The chat is always open. You guys there watching along, feel free to chime in. You know how we do it on Fridays. It's very laid back. It's... uh. It's even more conversational than uh, than anything else than we do. Yeah, there you go. It's very laid back. Come in, man. So if you guys, is there anything specific you guys want us to talk about? Anything that's on your mind? Wait, you need some advice. You want some fantasy advice. You want some love life advice. You want some financial advice. Gus knows some shit. You know what I mean? I do. Uh, so we can do this as a little, you know, Lemon City Live uh, power hour. Um, so... Yeah, just join in, kick back, relax, have a great time with us. Thank you guys for stopping by. Once again, I'm your boy, Larry Fresh, also known as the Great Poutinho. Haven't gone by that name in a while, but it's nice <laughs> to bring it back. Uh, as always, making his 208th episode in a row is the one and only Producer Fungus. All right. Wait, hold on, wait. Hey, for, for 208 episodes, mm-hmm. you get a little extra. You get a little... There you go. The streak continues in a slap in the face. <laughs> the Flakata is back. Flakata. But, um, but yeah, man, 208 episodes. Congrats on continuing the streak. Thank you. I, um, I don't know, bro. It'd be nice to uh, for you to miss an episode one day. That just All let right. me do it by myself. <laughs> I mean, I've done that before. It's, uh, I'm sure you'd love it. Oh, yeah. You know, when it, sometimes during the stream, I have shitty internet at home. So sometimes it like freezes up a little bit. And I get a little like little circular loading kind of thing, and I'm like, oh shit. It's it's it. I'm like, yes, it's about I'm, I'm done. But done. then you know, but then the internet comes back and you're and you're still talking. So I'm like <laughs> That's pretty much how it rolls. That's pretty All much right. how it rolls. But anyway, um 
on today's show, we're going to kick back again. It's your Friday night. What better way to spend your Friday night when you're locked up at home like you should be? Um, mm-hmm. Like you should be. You shouldn't be going out there, getting people sick or, you know, getting sick yourself. Don't do it. Don't do it. Stay home. Kick back. Relax with us for a little bit. Like I said, join in in the conversation. Have a drink. But on today's episode, we're going to go over the – I, I want to go over the heat schedule, you know, and uh, this little playoff. I want to – I want – it's been months since we've had NBA. Yeah. It's been months since we've had baseball. It's been a long time since football and a long time since hockey. It's weird. This is the longest drought we've been in for sports in a long time. So I feel like we should maybe reintroduce ourselves in, in a slow phase. You know, let's get reacquainted with the schedule. I forgot who plays on the Heat, bro. You know? Um, and this is actually a true story. This is a, this is a real issue that I'm having is I'm playing NBA 2K, right? Yeah. I uh, got my baller, Larry Fresh, is, you know, boom, 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 one rookie of the year. But I, my rookie season was took place in this calendar year. So I'm actually a year in the future now. I'm in my second season. Whoa. And, you know, I'm the starting small forward for the Heat. I'm just killing it. I'm, I'm, I'm almost averaging a triple-double on the season. Uh, we had a 33 or 30-something game win streak. Like, my team is balling. But here's the problem. I'm in the future. I'm made some changes on the team not by myself like i didn't manually do it just the game algorithms you know like free agency Mm, happened yeah so one of the things i did at the end of last season the heat had a meeting with my character and they said hey we want to you know build around you and we want you to tell us who you who would you like to see us try to go after in in a trade in the uh, sign in free agency and i thought it was i thought it was really cool so i was like you know what I'm looking at the squad. I was like, yo, me and Bam got this, like, nice, you know, uh, chemistry going. I, I, I like where where some of these shooters are at. But my guy, he, I'm a, I'm a pass-first guy uh-huh. in the game. I love – I'm a, I'm a big, tall, small forward, but I play the point. Oh, there you go. Looking all nice and bright there. And um, I like – what the hell's that? You got a little disco light going on? I'm trying to dim it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, hold on. I think I got my flamingo light. Let me see if it can you see it? Oh, you see a little pink light? There you go. Oh, there you go. Um so anyway, I got the I'm trying to build a team. So I was like, you know what? Let me see who are the top free agents available, you know, that are gonna upcoming. So it gives you a list, and I was like, damn, Anthony Davis. I was like, yo, that'd be pretty cool, right? So I just yeah. put Anthony Davis. Then I was like, let me get like a middle pack guy, some some mm-hmm. some good star players. I was like Boogie Cousins. I was like, he's he looks like he he'll be cheap on the discount. I was like, I, okay. I can never in the game since I like to pass. I, I wanted to have some big men. You know what I mean? So, so you I got both. Have, you got both Anthony Davis and Boogie Cousins and Danilo Gallinari as a shooter. Ooh. Although I, I, he hasn't mixed well with my team. So, but um, we lost Gogi. Uh, he went off to I think he's in Dallas. And um, anyway, I was like. So it was cool. So this season, yo, I've been killing it. But like in my uh-huh. head, I've been doing this season pretty much during the whole quarantine. I forget that the Heat team that I've been playing with is not the real life Heat team. So I'm like, oh wait, Anthony <laughs> Davis is a Laker. Damn, you know, like bro, me and me and AD have been killing it, bro. I'm just like yeah. throwing up alleys for him all day. So you know, so so we'll do a little bit of that. We'll go over a little bit of the schedule and kind of get a uh, get reacquainted yeah. with the Heat. Okay. Um, I think that'll be fun. Um. I do, I do feel like, oh, yo, check it out. Boom, hand of the day right there. Look at this right. sweet, sweet little baby right there. 
San Diego Padres. San Diego Padres throwback to All the right. Browns. I got a, I got a nice one here. Look at this. Look at mine. Look at mine. Hold okay, on. Let me see what you got. What you got? Ooh, there you go. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You broke up. I couldn't hear you. Oh, it's happening! It's happening. We lost Gus. I think it's happening. You're frozen on my side. I don't know which one of us is frozen, but I'm gonna keep talking like it's you. <laughs> I don't know what's happening right now, but um, this could be the magical day where uh, I get to continue the show. Your hat looks really cool. I, I see you like this on my screen right now. I don't know if you're talking. I don't know what's happening. This is a little strange. This is something that's never happened before. Oh, there you go. You're back. Oh, I'm back. Oh, man. I, th I was getting excited. This is exactly what we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it came out of the stream. I've been rambling for a while here. You were stuck like this on my screen. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, Anyways, Homestead Grays. Oh, okay. Nice. Yes. Or, you know, Producer Fungus. How about that? Just a big yeah, G. Yeah. That, that's really why I bought it, because of the big G. You got Gussie <laughs> Weld right there? Big Gussie? <laughs> Oh, strong stuff there, man. Oh, wait, we got a, we got a visitor. Uh, who's, look, who's, look who's here. Danny, what's up, man? What's up, Danny? Salud. For you, my friend. Oh, yeah. There you go. Oh, love the hats. He loves the hats, mm -hmm. he says. There you go. All right, all right. Representing, bro. Representing. I got my San Diego. I, I, I wish. And beards. And beards. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I wish San Diego would actually, I, I, I think they did. They did it. Well, they did. Not that I think. I know they did a rebrand this season, but my head's mm -hmm. kind of hurting, so I don't have the hat on all the way. So, um, I know they did a rebrand and they brought back the brown finally. Although I just think it's kind of weird that um, they're wearing brown, but only on the road. And the brown is the main color, but they're not wearing it at home. Like their home jersey has like some brown print stripes. So like embrace the brown. But anyway, sidetrack. Fresh San Diego props. Uh, shout out to my bro. He's the one who got me this. Sent it to me right. as a gift uh, a couple years ago. San Super Diego. Great. San Diego, which we all know is uh, German for a whale's vagina. vagina. <laughs> Facts. Facts. Facts only. Um, but yeah, we're, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll catch up on that, man. If you guys are watching, comment on whatever you like. The other thing I wanted to take, I wanted to take a second here and do a little, a little PSA. Okay. All right. Guys, what, is, what does PSA stand for? Um, <laughs> Public really? service announcement. There we go. <laughs> totally blanked out. I was like, I could, I was, I could not for the life of me, you know. Oh wait, oh we got a. What did Danny say? Nationals have with the World Series. Hey, it's a good look. It's a yeah. good look. Definitely, definitely nice. Tweet a picture of it and send it to uh, Bryce Harper. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, man, Danny, whatever you want to talk about, you know, I know you're asking what do we have, bro, if, give us a topic. If you want to join in, if you want to participate, man, send me a yeah. text. I'll, I'll bring you on if you want, man. We could always use a little company here. Um, usually but, I don't take requests, but tonight we're tonight, taking requests. Yeah, total request live here, bro. Yeah. But I, I, I want to get back to my public service announcement here. My mm -hmm. PSA. guys, there's this, this Corona thing, man. This is a serious thing, guys. Okay. Be safe. Don't jeopardize yourself and most importantly don't jeopardize the health and well-being of those around you okay yeah. this bro nine thousand new cases what was it yesterday don't be a sapingo don't be a sapingo bro okay nine thousand new cases yesterday in don't florida alone you know wear your damn mask wear your wear, wear your mask right That's right miriam thank you 
seriously, it's you way it. too many people getting sick, and it's and I'm I'm seeing people complain. Don't don't do the or the or yeah. any of these. Uh, wear the mask. Just wear it properly. It sucks, but guess what? It sucks for all of us. And you're not doing it for yourself. Stop being selfish. You're doing it to protect others that are more. If you feel like you're this big badass and nothing can stop you and you're, you know, you're invincible and mm -hmm. you're immune to it, good for you. But you know what? Not all of us are. All right. And if you're out there getting sick, man, just think of the think. And it's, it's just it's a delicate time, guys. Very important. Just stay freaking safe. Wear your mask. Yeah. I just wanted to get that out there before we started the show. It's uh, it's super important, man. I'm seeing it's it's really scary. They're talking about, um, oh, you know, like everybody feels like, oh, we've been doing this long enough. It's it's already better. It's actually worse than it was when we started. We're we're in this weird, yeah, twilight zone it's thing, going up. bro. Yeah, it's so going up. so don't 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 be that guy, guys. All right, don't be that guy. Be smart about it. Mm -hmm. Wear your masks, and uh, the quicker you wear your masks, the quicker you get your shit straight. The quicker we can get back to normal, man. Fuck, I'm tired exactly. of doing this. I mean, I exactly. love doing this. I love doing this. This part of it, I love. I love seeing Gus here, seeing him drink, seeing you guys on the chat. That's all my favorite thing. You know what I mean? And again, we've been blessed, man. Hashtag blessed. We've been, uh, you know, we've been blessed that we've been able to, you know, find a way to continue our show without sports. Yeah, for you know? real, man. We've been able to continue it. Um, I don't know. How, I don't know how we're doing it. I don't know. I don't know. But on top of all that, oh, check it out. One of our top fans right here. Ah, see what I did there, Danny? Gotcha. You're uh, your top fan right there, bro. <laughs> um, one of uh, you know, we've just been we've been able to continue the show and make it even better. I love that I could see people engage things. So you know, find the good in everything. There's always a little good in everything, and uh, you know, wear your mask, guys. All right. So enough. That's my PSA. Thank you very much, uh, Gus. Mm -hmm. Thank you for your time. Now back to the show. Yes. So, well, a little drink again. Ah. But the San Diego hat is pretty dope. Bro. I'm not gonna lie. Let me see if I can put it. It's just my head's kind of hurting. It took like an excedrin before we got on the show. Yeah. Just, yeah, bro. I'm, you I'm know, not having old man pains, bro. You don't have to wear it all the way, bro. Just wear it how you were wearing. It's all good. Yeah, no, but damn, this is nice, though, man. Look at that. I do like you the got... SD. I think that's such a clean uh -huh. little logo, you know? I think it's super fresh. There you go. Nice and just, just drop it on the top of the dome there. Uh, I like that you got a, a hat with a G on it. You know, now that I think about it, hey. I don't think I have many E hats. So all through college, I wore um, a Georgetown hat just because it had a letter G on it. I would wear that hat almost literally every day. Yeah? Yeah. That was like my uniform. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second. Oh, wait, where'd it go? Give me a second. I got to I think I'm, I'm going to do something here real quick. Uh oh. Keep keep rambling. Keep rambling. Uh, All right. So yeah, so that hat went to shit pretty much, yeah. and then I ended up buying this hat, Homestead Grays, and I, I just bought it. I had no idea what it was, but I looked into it, uh -huh. and, and it's you know I was like, oh, this hat's pretty cool. It's uh you know if you're not familiar with the Homestead Grays, yeah, they're a team that played in the Negro League back in the day when that was a thing. I feel weird saying Negro League. You know what I mean? Whenever you talk about the Negro League, but that's the name of it. Yeah, absolutely. They never changed it. You know what I mean? <laughs> but whatever. Anyways. See, Yami, my sister. She remembers that when I wore my G Georgetown hat. Hey, shout day. out to Yami. I read. Thank you for the review the, and the five stars on, on the uh, podcast. Uh, what is it? Um, oh, yeah, on iTunes. On iTunes. Thank you so much for that. I'll make sure to, 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 to throw it out there. If you guys do it, we'll... Well, put it out there. We'll send you some something. I don't know. We're figuring it out. But come on, guys. Go on yeah. Apple, iTunes, and uh, give us a little five-star. Put a little review on there. 
Um, write whatever you want. The something clever gets you something sweet. You know what I mean? So yeah, man. <laughs> but um, actually, uh, Miriam, there you go. Yeah, he said thoughts thoughts on MLB coming back. We're gonna get to that. We're gonna talk about that shortly. Actually, have a little little surprise for that. Yami, thank you. But continue with your story, Gus. My bad. So so yeah, man. So <clears throat> about the hat, and I started looking into it. I'm like, and then I saw that they were the Homestead Grays. And I'm yeah. like, I live in Color Bay. That's kind of near Homestead. <laughs> <laughs> For the home homestead, Homestead, Pennsylvania. Actually. Yeah, yeah. Well, a little different Homestead. <laughs> yeah, but whatever. We can pretend. Oh, that's a sweet hat, though, man. I think that's yeah. like, I, and I like. I don't know if you can see little patterns on it. No, nah, no, nah, for sure. You got the, you got a, you got a, a nice little, nice little taste. Yeah, so, man. oh look, check it out. See, see, see what I did there, Gus. Oh. Oh, 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 special, oh. special guest. Look at that. All right. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, well. What's up, Danny? There you go. What's up, Danny? Hey, Welcome back. How you doing, brother? Thank you. Thank you. Look, this is there you go. <laughs> World Series champ. Nice. Nice. There so, you go. I'm thinking of a bandwagon. I just, I just like the hat. And <laughs> that's, pretty special thing. that's pretty sweet, man. There you go. See, Miriam, to answer your yes. question, we, we brought our, our MLB guy here, man. Mr. Mr. Marlin himself, Mr. Baseball, Mr. El Extrabaste. Mm -hmm. The one, the only Daniel Alvarez joining us. Thank you so much for hopping on here in, impromptu. That's impromptu right. Impromptu here, coming in and just kicking back. I hope you have a drink. If you don't, man, I'm sorry, but, you know, it's happy hour. We just got to kick back and enjoy the company. But if, if not, you could be our designated driver. There you go. Gus has the right idea. <laughs> Gus has the right yeah. idea. Yeah, just, I mean, I'm not that young because uh, <laughs> last year people were thinking that, like, hey, you're, you're, not old, you're not old enough to drink, but I'm 23, so everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, man. So how you doing, man? How you been? How do you feel? Let's, let's get right to it, bro. You're the baseball guy. How do you feel about the return of baseball? Do you think it's actually going to happen, or do you have any reservations that, you know, it might not? What are you, what are you thinking with all this virus talk? Well, I have, I have my reservations. I, I do have them. Uh, I think it's going to happen. I think that on July 23 and 24, uh, we're going to be playing ball. And, but at some point, I don't, I don't see how these guys will complete the, se the season. Because the first, first and main thing is that why did we stop playing in March? Because of the pandemic, right? Yes. Yeah. So now in June 26, we're still even or, I don't know, worse, worse, than, worse. Than, than, than in March. So mm -hmm. it's like, what are we guys doing? Like, yeah, but now people know how to uh, take care of themselves. Like, no, because cases are going up. So don't tell me that. I mean, I think we're mentally I, I hope we're mentally prepared for that. Uh, but when you start depending on people's common sense, then you're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to happen, agree. my friend. That's I mean, not going to happen. I, I, I see how people is handling things out and going out to clubs and restaurants and not wearing the mask and not keeping the distance. And I'm extremely worried about it. Uh, as you guys were mentioning, nine yeah. plus... Thousand Nine cases thousand. Yesterday. so I'm, I'm kind of worried about it but i think that uh one way or the other they're gonna find you know a, a way to try to to complete the season mm -hmm. of course it's gonna be weird uh because we're not used to 
60 game season. I'm used to because in, in Venezuela, if you, if you guys follow Winter Bowl, uh, mm-hmm. you have a 60 game season every single year. And it's pretty exciting because every single game matters. And if, if you yeah. start yeah. in the first 15 games, you win 12, you already halfway through into the postseason. You know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, it's going to be pretty exciting. We have a, um, we, we always say that. The games that you win in October are the ones that are going to make you uh, advance to the playoffs in December. That's for Winter Bowl. Well, now yeah. the games that you win in last week of July, July <laughs> August are going to help you in late yeah. September. No, I feel um, you, man. And I think baseball had a great opportunity to capitalize on this. They, they, they obviously, you know, whiffed at that at the beginning with this whole labor dispute. But even now, I think if they do this right, a 60 game season can actually attract fans because there's a sense of urgency. There's a sense of like, you know, like we, it's every game counts, you know what I mean? But I'm with you, man. I, I 9,000 cases, people are still getting sick. There's people denying stuff. There's so much bad things going on. And like you said, when we go back to March, when this all happened and the shutdown and the pandemic started, it's, I look at it like it's actually worse now. Because yeah. you know, like we've like we've been saying, people just there's there's a lack of common sense. But um, but let's let's put that part aside. Let's put that part aside. Last uh, was it Tuesday, Gus? No, or Friday? Uh-huh. No, Tuesday. I suggested what baseball needed to do. I want you. I don't know if you were listening to that part, but maybe what do you think? If base if this were to go through, and you know we're gonna get people playing and stuff like that. I mean, obviously it's gonna be virus, but what better way if baseball were to schedule all these games starting at twelve, and every hour on the hour a different game is 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 starting in a, in a different part. You know what I mean? Like, what are we doing? We're home. Yeah. Well, um, some of us are home. You know, some of us are working, but a lot of us are home. Exactly. It's the summer. All the kids are home. There's no school. It's a great time for father, son, father, daughter, mother, son, mother, daughter, families to watch some games, get excited. You don't want to wait till seven o'clock at night and have like four or five games and have to choose one. Yo, do one 12 o'clock, one o'clock, two o'clock, first pitch, three, four, five. Bam, man. You just get like overload of baseball and you really like, bro, they'll dominate. They could dominate the airwaves if they do this. I don't know. What do you think? Is that because I, I, I sent that proposal to I, Manfred I, and I don't know if you got it. <laughs> Well, I think Manfred has a lot of things to, to take care about. I mean, he's not the, I mean, after three months, we can say he's maybe the worst commissioner in all major sports in, really? in the U.S. Huh? I mean, yeah. I'm not, I'm not afraid of saying that, uh, but the, and you just mentioned something that, that for me is key and is that you can have so many people at home watching the games at noon afternoon, late night, whatever. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you're going to start on July 24th or 23rd. And you're going to have the NBA one week after. Yep. And then you're going to have MLS, and then you're going to have mm-hmm. hockey, and then you're going to have NFL. So they made a huge mistake, you know, wasting all this time. Mm-hmm. I know they, I know everything that happened with the March agreement and the prorated salaries, and the pay cuts and the offers, so many offers, so many statements. Yeah. Uh, but they just lost a lot of time because they could have started easily three weeks ago. Oh, for sure. A month ago. Yeah. And we will be talking about baseball every single hour of the day. Oh, and, and, and not just now that. Not, not, not just that. Sorry to interrupt, but it's not just that they're starting at the same time as basketball. No, they're starting at the same time as basketball. The, then, like a week later, it starts the playoffs. 
Same thing with hockey. You're, you're not getting a season. Exactly. You're, not, you're getting so, playoffs. Yeah. You're going to watch playoffs or you're going to watch regular season. Like, you're making it worse for yourself, man. And, 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 and you know what? Uh, when I see how, I mean, ba- baseball is, is the, sports, the sport of the summer. Mm-hmm. You have, mm-hmm. I mean, summer is for baseball. But what if, and, and, you know, the NBA playoffs, everything goes, goes out very well in july and, and august i mean like nba can seriously reconsider having this and you know start their season in january yeah because if we have good numbers in the summer of course let's let's try playoffs in, in the summer because on the contrary to baseball you don't have, you're you're not gonna have rainouts or you know some some issue with the weather and the temperature mm-hmm. or whatever because you're playing in, in arenas so it's completely different and same thing c- can go with hockey or you know MLS whatever, and and baseball just wasted a big opportunity to to you know send a, a very good message that we can do things you know on, on the right way, uh, but everything that that happened in the past three months was exhausting, and, and at the same time it was a, it was a shame. I, I think okay, it's cool that we're gonna have our game back. It's amazing. I love it, but I think there's. There are no winners after. Oh no! No, in, no. In, the, in the past three. The play, three the, I think the players' association feels like they won, like you know, a logistical thing because they got their deal and their salaries. But nobody wins to the eyes of everybody else, which is the important thing here. No, they don't win to any. But nobody won. Everybody failed. No, nobody won, and I think Gus is frozen. <laughs> oh, we lost Gus. We'll just leave him there. I like it. Gus looks, he's just like <laughs> cooler, is much cooler than us. <laughs> but, I didn't even I, realize it. Look at him, he's just yeah. What I, what I, what I really think is that, um, <laughs> no, sorry, I can't go to just another battle in the uh, you know uh, CBA war that they're going to have next year yeah. or that it's going to finish next year yeah. because they have to discuss the CBA after the 2021 oh, yeah. season right yeah this is so, a lot of bad still yeah so the the good the good thing is that the the players association is more is stronger and united than ever than mm-hmm. ever and I, and I really I really think so because when Manfred sent their first proposal, you know, with the that was a crazy thing because they were they were cutting their salaries. But for example, for a for a player that was gonna make in a eighty two game season two hundred and eighty thousand dollars, yeah, uh, they were just gonna cut like twenty thousand dollars of of his salary. Yeah, but for a player that is making thirty million. I mean, the full prorated salary was 15, but with the proposal, it was instead of 15, it was $7 million. Yeah. So that's that's a pretty huge pay cut. Wow. And they tried to divide the, the association with that proposal. Yeah. Which, which for me is the meanest thing that they have ever, ever done. That's what the NFL does. Them yeah. Because, like, okay, now, of course, for, for a rookie, a rookie could go, yeah, a rookie could go and say, like, you know what? I'll take it. 
like twenty thousand dollars less. Okay, mm -hmm. I'll take it. But yeah. then you have Mike Trout saying, "Okay, but they're cutting twenty three millions out of my contract." Yeah, you know, it, it's but, a smart move. It's a smart move from the owners because I mean they they're going after the. That's a smart people. move, but yeah, exactly. But at the same time, it, you know, it happened all the every everything. I mean, they were not expecting the you know the association to be that united. And that's a strong point for an end going into next year's um, discussion because or negotiations because it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting. No, for sure. Yeah. I think yeah, I think they did. They the owners realize you know if we can, the majority of the league is made up of you know guys that are you know on minimum or or on the bottom half of the totem pole. When it comes to these salary structures, let's do something that will make them feel incentivized to agree and use you know use a numbers game. The divide and conquer. That's what they were doing, and it didn't work. Again, this is great for the Players Association. They they figured it out. They they won that battle, but in the big war of things, there's people here are like, man, are we gonna watch this? Are we gonna you know do this? If it happens, are we? Is it is it gonna go through? We still have the worry of the virus. There's so many intangible uh, things and tangible shit that's that's holding it back. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But I wanna I wanna talk a little bit about this. At least if we get baseball going, we're finally gonna see. Some of these new additions that we had from the winner, we're going to finally see Mookie Betts on the Dodgers. I'm hoping the, Do mm -hmm. and the Dodgers are a big favorite right now. I think the betting favorites are Dodgers and Yankees right now. I predicted that trade on this show. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. Right, but that's right. We only bring people who know what they're talking about on this show. <laughs> that's true, because we don't. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, dude. For sure, man. So we got, you know, we got the Marlins. Um, actually, speaking of, uh, what's have you heard anything? We've been kind of out of it. Um, have you heard anything about as far as media coverage is going to be concerned with these games when they um, when they pick up and start? Is there going to be media? Or are they going to have like limited access or what's going on? Yeah, um, unless they receive permission from MLB for a special event, let's say opening day or the Yankees coming to town. They because that's a good thing now. The Yankees, they're going to face the Yankees um, four times this year. Okay. Two in Yankee Stadium, two in Martins Park, or Yankees South. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, there's going to be a ma maximum of, uh, I think it's 35 media members, including um, including photographers. So, I don't think oh. we have 35 guys covering here in Miami. So, uh, I think everybody, all of us are going to be able to, to go right. and, and cover all right cool um, photographers and writers and whoever i i think of course it's gonna be limit, limited um i think that for spring training 2.0 i don't know how they're gonna handle that mm -hmm. uh not quite sure yet i don't know if, if we're gonna be allowed to to go and and, and cover it but uh if in case they do it i think it's gonna be even more limited than with the regular season yeah yeah i think i i and for me that's fine spring training 2.0 Work it out, get the kinks out, you know, figure out where you need to do. I have a feeling, yeah. I think uh, as far as photographers go, we're probably, if, you know, if, if they let us back in, we're going to be probably sitting down the first baseline and the third baseline just in the bleachers. I don't think they're going to have us in those camera pits. Yeah. It'll be something like yeah, that. That makes sense. Yeah, just yeah, it's, sitting there. They're going to be in the, they're gonna, photographers are going to be in the stands. And I also know that um, maybe, not everybody's going to be in the in the press box. I think they're going to have like auxiliary press box, like like the one oh, yeah. in the in the All Star game, 
mm-hmm. or the World Baseball Classic, you know, in the stands, maybe behind home plate. They were doing the same thing in Korea yeah. and, off, mm-hmm. and Japan like, as well. So, like they do at FAU football games. We're going to have our little table up in the bleachers somewhere, you know. Yeah. Uh, Miriam says Mary Jimenez is opening is open to allowing uh, some fans to Marlins games. I don't think that's up to him though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, no. no. Yeah, I know Marlins fans yeah, are no for sure. That's that's an easy one. Yeah, for uh, real. <laughs> so, so Mayor Mayor Jimenez mm-hmm. said that um, they're gonna you know consider allowing fans maybe late in the season. Um, I don't know how that's going to happen. I know they're doing doing that in NASCAR. Um, but in baseball, I, it's for me right now, it's, I, I, I just, I just don't see it now. I don't know if I don't, I, I'm not quite sure if the, the mayor can say, okay, you guys are allowed to go back to the stadium. Yeah. I don't know if MLB is going to, it's going to allow that. Yeah. I think I, that I think that's, that's gotta be MLB's decision. No. I don't think that's up yeah, to. I, I think it's going to be MLB's decision. Yeah. I mean, especially because we had three months of discussion because fans were not going to the stadium and they were not going to buy tickets and the owners were going to lose money because of that. Yeah. So now you're all of a sudden you're saying, "Oh yeah, you guys are allowed to go back." It's like, yeah. oh, come on, man. Yeah. No, for sure. Now, now's when all the Marlins fans are going to are going to want to go to the game because they can't mm-hmm. go to the game. That's when exactly. it's going to be. That's what exactly. it's, gonna get it's very exclusive. Yeah. Very exclusive tickets. Exactly. Oh my god! I need to go. <laughs> Martin's gonna be a club live. Know from a, from yeah. a source, I think it's very all out fans. Yeah, it's 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 risky. I agree. It's risky for sure. It's risky. Uh, it's even. I mean, it's a risk to have a season. Yeah. yeah. It's even more risky, you know, to to allow fans and media and whatever, because it's so. I think it's not a coincidence, guys. No. That after three months, and when they just announced that Manfred was going to make a, a season with 60 games, and you know uh, it was official, and that everybody was going to report spring training or summer training in on July um, the first, yeah. Like then all of a sudden we have COVID-19 cases in MLB, like for real. Like we didn't have any case since march now we we're, we're having them like that's weird yeah it is yeah. it is i um i'll be honest with you uh, a few weeks ago on the show i know gus and td didn't like my my uh comment but i think and i and i'm even now that i see all this stuff is happening as much as i hate to to say this i think we're better off not having any sports man just I know it's 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 financially it's not going to happen because there's way too much money, but I think realistically, if you told me watered down sports where people can get sick, where people fans can get sick, and we don't have a controlled area to play, and all these different things that could even, you know, we might start one of these leagues and then it might get too bad that we don't even finish. You know what I mean? Like it's no guarantee for anything that we're going to go through. For me. I would think that public safety is number one. And if me personally, I'd rather have no sports. It sucks, but a year without sports and then go back to normal a year from now, I would probably be more on board with that. It's just, I, I, it sucks to say that, but it's just, man, I, even as a fan, I don't think I'd want to do something like that. I want to, you know, put myself out there like that. I mean, as a fan, you can't go to the games anyway. So exactly. It's just on TV. But like, I want to go back to, um, to Marlins fans not showing up to games, and but now wanting to show up to games now that they can't. 
I think Martin, when things go back to normal, this is what the Marlins have to do. They, instead of hiring season ticket salespeople or ticket salespeople, they need to hire promoters, like club promoters, right? Yeah. And, and instead of having season ticket holders, they need to have a VIP guest list. Yes. Are you on the list? You, you, you will see a line. Yeah. right? Out, you'll see a line outside Marlins Park. I don't see your name on the list. Back of the line. Like, oh, my God, I'm <laughs> no, on the list exactly. again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the list. I'm on the list. Thought, like, no. I, they got to the they got they got to do it like they did back when when I was in high school. I don't know about you guys, but when I was in high school, you'd have all those like kids that were like passing out flyers for all the clubs and stuff. And you know, like mm-hmm. they just got to do it. Like like just hire some promoters, like you said. Just have them go around yeah. Miami. Yo, you want to be on the list? You want to be on the t- like? You have to get tickets that way. Yeah, you, you gotta get the wristband. You gotta get a wristband. <laughs> you gotta look at Fulanito and Pepito over on Eighth Street. There's another one on Kendall. Like, hey, yeah. you know, who's selling tickets. Oh, this guy over here on the corner, he's passing out flyers. You gotta go get him. He's gone by five. Like yeah. make it like make it like a, a cool urgency thing. Close exactly. your ticket windows. You can't walk up and get tickets. Sorry, you know, not yep, gonna nope. happen. Just do it like that. You gotta it, make it make it a challenge, and people will show up for that. Make exactly. it it's exclusive now. Oh, I gotta you go. See? You see, bro, I just solved Marlin's park. Uh, cool. Marlin's uh, attendance problems. Man, I'm telling yeah. you, Gus, we've Me, in the last few weeks we figured out a. Bunch in, you were in you were in high school. <laughs> You were in high school, and I was probably like four. <laughs> we're not going to talk about that, Danny. We, we we said that. We don't discuss those things anymore. But I will say this. In the last couple of weeks here, we solved how to fix baseball as far mm-hmm. as I suggested the, the, the games every hour. Gus just figured out the Marlins ticket problems and attendance problems. Last mm-hmm. uh, episode, we figured out – last week, we actually figured out how to make Burger King cool again, remember? With That's the Ventanita. The Ventanita, if, yeah. If you turn <laughs> – if yeah. you turn the Burger King drive through and start calling it the Ventanita, yeah, it, it will start selling like crazy, man. Literally, don't King, have to change anything. Just call it the Ventanita. That's it. And and market it like that. That's yeah. all you gotta do. I don't know if you know this, Danny. Did you? Let's here. Here's a test. Here's a test. Gus, ready? Yeah. Danny, did you know honestly that Burger King is an original Miami company that started here in South Florida? I had no. I about that. This is what we're talking about. We were talking about this. People, people don't know this. People don't know that Burger King like, is a real night. OG Miami company. Yeah, man. Like last night, last night I realized that um, you're able to buy ice bags in McDonald's. Yeah. Through the drive-thru, you know? <laughs> like, I just realized it's like, okay, we have no ice. And my, my, my father, my father is like, okay, like go to, go to, go to CVS or Walgreens or whatever. No? And my brother was like, no, go to McDonald's. I'm like, I think Burger what? King does it too. <laughs> go to McDonald's and ask for, for a nice bag, a bag of ice. And, and, and you're going to be able to, to buy it. It's like, and then I was in Glaventanita, like, Guys, do, we, do you really buy sell like, you know, the, bags of ice, man? And he's like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh my goodness! Hi, <laughs> right, man. Now you look like Juana saying hi. Oh, look at Alana, like Juana. Alana, Alana, Alana is the best. She's the she's the number one Marlins fan. I mean, oh, that's she's, the, she's the best one. She's the best. Nice, she nice. And, and, and her like brother Sam. I mean, they're. She's on the guys, VIP guest list. She's on the guest list. She's on the VIP. She's she on the has VIP guest list yeah. for sure. She knows, she knows Fulanito. Sure. Good. Mm-hmm. She's going to be the first one there. Like, Juana, there thank you, you so much for stopping by and, and catching a piece of the show here. Appreciate you uh, hanging out with us. Cheers for that. For, yeah, yeah. For yeah, so the, the Clevelander has to become La Covacha. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but I'm telling you, man, I, I, I think it's so crazy. 
I think it's so crazy that so many people don't know that Burger King is an original Miami company. They ha- and when you look yeah, at man. everything, it has no ties to where it came from. I, you have no clue. But that would be a great way to connect with everybody down here. Call it La Ventanita. Oh, that's our shit right there. Bing, 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 bing. Give me a burger. Uh, what is it? A uh, fucking Whopper and uh, this, that, and the other, bro. Some chicken fries from La Ventanita. Yep. And whenever oh. some whenever somebody up up uh, sizes their meal, they, you bang pots and pans. <laughs> <laughs> Bing, 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 bing. Yeah, man, that'd be legit. I mean, hopefully they'll <laughs> they'll they'll take into a, account our our great idea. So Gus, another another great job here fixing Thank the you. world's problems. Thank you. Um, but anyway, baseball. Yeah, we'll see. I'm excited, but again, it would be. Oh wait, we got something here. <laughs> no, this is once everything goes back to normal. Not right it's now. Okay, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. 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 They changed. They changed their name. They changed, changed oh, yeah? their name, and I think their owner too. It's not like Covacha anymore. It's 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 called Divino Pecado. It's something some weird shit. Oh, like Divino Pecado. Oh. Like yeah. <laughs> Miriam, yeah, they'll sell. Well, they they sell something fancy. They're the only place that has the Impossible Whopper. You know, with the Impossible Meat. That's trendy. You sell it at La Ventanita. You market it that mm-hmm. way. Get healthy at La Ventanita with some Impossible Meat. Um, or possible beef, whatever it's called. I don't know. <laughs> I've, I've I've had it, and I don't have a problem with it. I think it tastes just yeah. like a real burger. I think it's great. You know, I think it's good for you. I don't have a, a problem with it. But anyway, what um, if this? What if they started selling cafecito? Oh, a croqueta preparada at Burger King would sell Ooh. out all day long. Croqueta, cro- croqueta would be amazing. Yeah. But if they have the con guayaba, that's gonna be even better. <laughs> well, think about it. Think about it. Um, if if <laughs> BK is gross, <laughs> is gross. But here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, Iris. All these things that we're talking about, you know, they already have these Cuban ladies all over town at gas stations, at mm-hmm. uh, at, at little restaurants, at other ventanitas. That does. This is very hard. Like a croqueta is not. It's hard to fuck up a croqueta. It's hard to mess up a pastelito. You know, yeah. if you just mar- if you just market it and mainstream it here at Burger King, you can teach anybody to do it. You know, yeah. you know and and, and it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be every Burger King either. They can pick select Burger King locations, like exactly. like like Public Sabor. Remember when Public Sabor came out? Yes, yes. Bro, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm on a roll. Yeah. I'm on a roll today, bro. Oh, you guys, write all this stuff <laughs> down, man. Yeah, look, a little collab, Islas Canarias and Burger King coming together, selling the there you go. Yep. stuff. I mm-hmm. dig it. I dig it. Let's see. We got uh, or some arepas from La Guana. Yeah, man. Yeah. All the cultures. See, I mean, that's 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 what you know. That that's why I love La Guana because I mean, she's she's thinking, you know, about us. <laughs> Two steps because, ahead. Two yeah, steps ahead. The other the other day, I went to a to to some to, to a gas to a gas station, mm-hmm. uh, um, and my my dad he asked for some café con leche, but. <laughs> Like Cubans, I don't know why they think that cafe con leche is just put the coffee and then the leche inside. You know, it's like no, you have to to do your thing and then on the machine. Uh-huh. It's gonna take you yeah. about two more minutes. <laughs> but you have to do it, you know, the, the Venezuelan way. You know, we call it teterito, and it's like really clear. You know, like uh, white. Like pomita, uh, like pomita, yeah. I don't know, yeah. like or light brown. I don't know how to call it, mm-hmm. but, it but it's amazing. So you know, it's 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 really cool. Like don't don't just put the the milk on it, like. No, hey, I mean, if, if, right hey, if if McDonald's was somehow able to turn it into a McCafe and all of a sudden they're up there with Starbucks, then Burger King can take in the Hispanic market and Seriously. really and really touch in with these people. You know what Listen, I'm saying? Burger King, let 
The Latinx population is the highest growing population in the United States of America. You need to capitalize on that shit. Ventanita is all across the fucking country. Do yes, it. Sir. Hey, shout out to Jose and uh, that's our boy right there, Jose and Andrea. Yes. Hope you guys are going good. Hope you guys are staying safe. We miss you guys. Can't wait to see you guys out on the field again. Uh, and and wow. shout out to their, their dog. Uh, oh, wait. I know his name. It's, um, hold on. Ah, oh, fuck. What's the, what's the, 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 the famous Fiegel? I think that's the name of the dog. I know they had a dog named Fiegel. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. Awesome. Like, like a soccer player. Like a soccer player, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, these, <laughs> come on, man. DT Sports USA. Oh, these, these guys are awesome. Hmm? Speaking about soccer, I want to send a shout-out to Silvia Pitu, who yes. she sent us a shout-out today yes, on, her, yeah. on her Instagram. Silvia Pitu es la mejor. I love that, uh, like, you know, uh, prior to getting into all this stuff, you know, you have your circle of friends, but one of the cool things about, you know, getting connected with, with, um, with all this media stuff and is, is meeting all these cool people like Jose and Andrea there, you know, and not just becoming colleagues, but becoming friends. That's always a plus, you know. Yeah. She was great with us. She was, you know, when we first started and she was at Miami FC, she was helping us out. So yeah. it's just cool to see how, you know, everybody's grown and gone in different directions. But at the same time, we all help each other out and, and, and keep in touch, man. That's that's always good. Let's see. We got another one here. BK tried making tacos. Anyone brave enough to try them? Did not try them. Did see them. But mm -hmm. some stuff, you, you know, like there's just some rules that you can't and some lines you can't cross and some rules you can't break. Like. Why Burger King was trying to tackle the uh, the taco giant in Taco Bell and, and offering yeah. it was like a 99 cent taco, like a beef taco. Like, come on, man. No, go after the yeah, smart no, stuff, the stuff no one's doing. Get that yeah. Hispanic people. Get some like soul food in there. You know what I mean? Those are the things. That's how you're going to win, BK. They're, they're already from Miami. They have the Miami ties. Like, it's not that, that hard. That's the really yeah. disappointing part, man. Like, their test kitchen and everything, their world headquarters, that's all here in Miami. Yes. There is a. You can bring yeah, in every I'm abuela not, in the fucking I'm not, city. I'm not trying, like I'm, I'm never, I'm never, I'm not, I'm not brave enough, brave enough to try those tacos. I, I don't know if brave <laughs> is the word. It, it should be smart enough because uh, during the season last last year, I found a place near near the ballpark. It's like I don't know, maybe a mile and a half away from the ballpark. It's on the Twenty Second yeah. Avenue. Yeah. Uh, it's called Taqueria Guadalupana Dos. And oh. It's the greatest taco place you'll you'll find in Miami. It's the greatest. Like even Sergio Romo, you don't remember the, the yeah, 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 yeah. Like I told him, like, hey Sergio, there's a play, place, you know, near near the stadium. It's like, send me the address right now. I'm going after the game. And he went <laughs> after the game. Nice. And he tried him, and he said, those are the best tacos in Miami. So if Sergio Romo says that those are the best tacos, go to ta Taqueria Guadalupana. Like, I went today because I had to do some stuff in, in Coral Gables. And yeah. I said, you know what? I'm so close to, to it. Like, I have to I have to go and, and pass by because I, I haven't been there here in, for a long time. Yeah. So I had, like, six tacos. And it was amazing. <laughs> nice, nice. Hey, well, well, true story. The um, I think before last season, they, they got rid of it. But you remember the Taste of Miami corner at the Marlins Ballpark? Um, over there, they used to have oh, the pork sandwiches. Yeah. yeah. Now, I've th that pork sandwich place is originally off of I think it's 17th Avenue, and 
Northwest, no sé dónde. It's like next to this park. I just know it by driving there. I forget what street it's on, but I, I've been going there for Pan Con Lechon since before there was a Marlins park. Like, we're talking way back when. And you uh, used to pay like five bucks and you get like the whole Cuban bread like this. Yeah. And you just it's like that's you get two sizes. They put it all on there. I mean, that's like this. It's like just bigger than my head. And it was like five bucks or something. It was cheap. Yo, they used to it was it didn't even have a name. It was literally a giant ventanita. It has no lettering, no name, nothing. It's got these like four or five Hispanic women that are always, you know, uh, talking Spanish, doing this. Mm -hmm. And they, they serve like other food there. But everybody's just there for the pork sandwiches. When I found out that they were putting that at Marlins Park, every time I went to Marlins game, I always had the, the pulled pork or the pork nachos like Miriam here is talking about. Mm -hmm. It was legit. It was the best stuff, man. It was it was it was really, really dope. Let's see what else we got here. The best section behind there's 31. A, there, there's a there's a pork nachos place. Um and at, at the stadium, I, I don't remember the name. Maybe, maybe that Guana can help us. Uh, there, it's on the third base. I think it's on the third baseline, uh -huh. and it's huge. And I, I, I had them like the on the. Um, I think it was the last game of the season. No, the game before. Okay. Uh, on game number eighty for me. Showing <laughs> <But>, uh, <laughs> up. Oh, it was amazing. But I miss. But I miss the the, the Cuban. <laughs> but I miss the Cuban sandwiches. I miss the Cuban sandwiches, and I and then on every. I used to do this, and on every Jose Fernandez start, I, I had you know Cuban, mm -hmm. Cuban sandwich. Like Jose is pitching tonight, I'm having. Oh yeah, sandwich. yeah, bro, that's always the best. Hey, mm -hmm. like, ch chela, uh, fritanga. Gus would approve of that, right? I would, I would. The closest we have is uh is the fritanga, fritanga burger. Yeah. The fritanga burger from uh, uh what's this burger place called? I forget. Oh, pincho. Factory. A pincho factory. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah. Like, hey, Cindy pincho, the intern. Yeah. Cindy the intern. Pulled pork Pull barbecue. Pork. Uh. Pull pork BK sandwich. Didn't they have one? I think they had one. Yeah. I don't know if you think if they to if we should have it or if they should do it. Did but you? if they have, they should do it. If not, that's great, man. Pull pork. Yeah. That's also, you know, that's close to the to to the Hispanic culture down here. You know, BK exactly. has the worst rep. I think so. I think like I don't really know many people that would say, Oh, I'm going BK first, always. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm always no, no. McDonald's and everything else before BK. But I have to, though, I have to say, in Venezuela, in Venezuela, BK is, it, I think it, it I, I don't know about now, but when, when I, when I lived there six years ago, seven years ago, it was mm -hmm. pretty cool. Like, it was. Yeah, BK seven, was the, 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 the like top the other was Americans right chain. BK and when. And, and this ah. is, this is true for, I think, so many Hispanic cultures. Yeah. Whenever our families, we're all Hispanic. Whenever our families come from, you know, our, our home countries to visit, mm -hmm. we've all heard it. Ay, vamos pa Burger King. Vamos pa Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> Burger King. That's always the same thing. Burger King. And they yeah. always like, go no, there. No, 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 Burger King has like international pool. Like everybody talks about it. But here locally where we should own it, we don't have it, man. Yep. Like, man we got to get with the king, bro. We got to get with the king and, 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 and have him... Uh, yeah. Come here and talk to us, but yeah. then they need to hire that Lemon City marketing squad, bro. That's Serious. The first Yo. time I learned that, I was, yeah. When, <laughs> when I learned that, I was um, on a on a vacation trip. I was doing the uh, Elevate baseball camp in in Delray Beach, and I was like, "Yeah, I want to go to McDonald's or Biki." It's like, "No, go to Chipotle. You're gonna love it." It's like, <laughs> like, 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 what is that? It's like, no, it's Mexican food. And I was like, "Okay, yeah." Yeah, Chipotle's cheating, I mean, man. The first Chipotle's thing cheating. I did when I came, 
Yeah. My my go to when I used to live in Virginia, every time I came down to visit family, the mm -hmm. like before I even got home, if I drove home, if I drove from Virginia down, I'd stop there before going home. If I flew on the way from the airport to the house, we'd stop was pollo tropical. I'd always get a tropi chop with some the pulled pork and and all the fixings. Always, every single time, and some maduros. Always clutch. What about maduros at Burger King? Always clutch. Hmm. Maduros at Burger King. What? What? what yeah. I don't know. Like I'm throw it on sure. top of a burger with a little pork, like a little, little sweet and tangy. Anyway, um, not to kill the buzz here, guys, but I just got. I'm reading a headline here that says Clemson football. 14 more positive what? tests. 37 Woo. total. That's a lot. I'm telling you, man. I don't. I'm. 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 I hate being that guy, but I think it's. I. I I'm very. I'm, I hate to be this guy, but I'm pessimistic. You know, I'm pessimistic. Yeah. I, I. I. I'm looking here, and I'm seeing 37 guys on a football team have tested positive. That tells me that there's too many people outside not doing what they're supposed to. That is going to influence us, and unless these people are living in a bubble, like the NBA is trying to do by putting this bubble in Orlando, it's just it's 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 scary, man. I don't think people are going to really um, make it happen. It's bubblicious. Yeah, bro. Hey, Yami, not a fan it's of what we got. How dare you, Yami? How dare you? I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. Sorry, guys. Let's stay here. Hey, let's, let's, uh, let's talk about a little basketball here, real quick, before uh, as we wind down here. Uh, the uh, schedule is out. Yeah. For the new restart. Okay. Uh, and it looks like the first game. I don't know, I don't know if you guys saw the schedule. Huh? The schedule, yeah, we saw it. Yeah, I got it here right here in front of me, actually. So Yeah, the, the, the Heat is playing on August 1st against the Nuggets, Denver Nuggets. Yep, at one at time, at one o'clock. I like how on the uh, ESPN website here, it has a link to buy tickets on Vivid Seats. So, like, who's you, no one's going to go to these games. Come on, man. Um, <laughs> trying to sell tickets. Like, this is, how, this is how people lose their money. But anyway, Thursday, July 30th, the opening game at 6.30 is going to be the Utah Jazz versus the Pelicans. Man, I gotta give props to the NBA on one thing. First of all, Adam Silver, I think, is the best commissioner. We we we've established that. Yeah. Um, your boy Manfred, worst one. But I gotta hand it to the NBA, man. They're really trying to give Zion as much airtime, as much everything. Like they're they're really counting or they're hoping that he could be the next big thing to carry the face of the NBA. They're because even giving him a chance to to earn that eighth spot, man. Yes, and they, you know, they, they, I, I feel like they like. It's funny how there's one team on the East that could take the, the eighth spot, but on the West there's five because yeah. they're desperately trying to get Zion into the playoffs, bro. They're really, really trying, man. They're really, really trying. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold on, I'm seeing something here in the comments that's disturbing. I agree with you, Cindy. Oof. How dare you? How dare you? We go there all the time. Boyo is dirty as fuck. That's wifey, bro. That's this is an imposter, Cindy. I don't know who that is. <laughs> That's not the regular Cindy. That's I don't know which boy. Someone's been hacked. No, no, Someone's been hacked. No. I don't know I mean, who it if is. If it's dirty, I'm still going. Bro, if it's dirty, it tastes better. That means they're really working in there. You know what I'm saying? That's and true. That's how you yeah. know, that means they're they're too busy making all the good food to clean and shit. Fuck that. I wanted to mm, focus on the food. And they haven't changed the grease, so <laughs> it's like all the flavors are just compounding. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. Um, looking at the, let's go back to the schedule here, and then <laughs> check it out. The, so the first day you're gonna get Zion and the Pelicans, you know, and then right after that you're getting Clippers and and Lakers. Man, that's NBA said. All right, how do let's let's 
let's do it right, man. Let's get the biggest stars on the big day on the first day and get everybody excited about this. Um, and yeah, the Heat come in uh, on Saturday the, the first. They're going to be the first game of the day. They're going to be playing at one o'clock against Denver. Um, I'm 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 curious to see because here's the other thing, and I'm looking at when I see the schedule here, and I start thinking about it. Basketball, it's a contact sport, man. We're they're talking about. In baseball, people are making a case like, oh, okay, how are you going to social distance when the guy's on first base and you have the first baseman trying to keep him on, you know, and they have to stand close to each other? You know, oh, are we going to just eliminate stealing bases? You can't steal bases. Is like, you know, they're thinking of social distancing in those situations. Yeah. Um, but in basketball, yo, I got to guard you. I, I, and I have just a little jersey on and mm-hmm. I got to have my hands on you. There's a lot of physical sweat coming out of everywhere. You know, you're breathing on each other. There's a lot of stuff here. Yeah. I, again, I, I'm, I'm wearing, this is my pessimistic hat right here, okay? Optimistic, pessimistic, okay? And again, this is the pessimistic hat on of enlightenment, and I'm just pessimistic. <laughs> optimistic. Oh, he's back to pessimistic. We're all pessimistic right now. We're all I pessimistic. Just, I don't think, uh, well, I'm, but, but, yeah, but, but you, go, you go first, and then I'm going to be like this. See, I'm telling you, how are they gonna? How are they gonna stop? But uh, yeah, especially especially after after seeing the 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 operations manual, it's 101 pages, uh, and it's crazy. Like I finished reading reading that you know this morning Damn. after two days, and it's crazy. I read a and book I one. see, and, and I, I think it's, it's you know, for, for the NBA, it's going to be okay. I think it's going to be okay. Because they're going to be in the bubble. They're, they're going to be in the bubble in Orlando, in, in Disney, and, and that's going to be okay. But the players, the players are not going to be in the bubble. They're going to be in, in their own houses and old hotels and, and traveling and going from one city to the other uh, and, and socializing with so many people. And, you know, the NBA, they're all going to be in, on the same place and they're going to be safe. And the, the, word, the way they're handling you know, uh, their protocol. And You're their, starting their, to their, convince their, me a little bit. This is me being convinced. Well, but for MLB, I'm pessimistic. For the NBA, I'm optimistic, like 100%. See, right now, you've got – see, you brought up a good point. The bubble makes me turn a little pes- optimistic. Well, that but looks like it's Photoshopped on your head right now. Right? Yeah. But see, I'm still I'm, – I'm, when it comes to <laughs> basketball, though, when it comes to basketball – yeah, the bubble, but then again, our, we can't... Bro, there's a lot of people that we have to trust on the honor system here to do what they're going to do, stay in this bubble, not be influenced. There's a lot... We talked about this, um, uh, what was it, last week, I think it was? Something that a lot, yeah, a lot of things... Something that a lot of people are not talking about. There's a lot of young guys in the NBA, right? There's a lot of young guys in the NBA, young single guys in the NBA, young single guys with a lot of money in the NBA. See what's happening here? This is what's happening, right? And they got yeah. a lot of money. They got a lot of Bro. time. You're asking them who, to keep it in their pants for three months. Who's going to tell you know? Tyler Hero that he's not allowed to go and see his hot Instagram model girlfriend? Yes. You know, like. Who's going to tell him? Not me. I'm not going to tell him. I'm not going to tell him. You know what I'm saying? So there's going to be guys, man. These are young men Bro, but with money they're, and influence. They're going to have. Yeah, but. But at the same time, but at the same time, of course, and they're, and they're they're not kids. But at the same time, they're gonna be. Uh, I heard they can't leave. Yeah, I mean they they can they can leave Disney, 
under permission, but that permission yeah. has to be for something extremely necessary. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's that's why I think that for the NBA, it's going to work a lot better than for MLB. Same with the MLS. Same same with, with soccer. It's going to work good, very good for them. But for MLB, it's a whole different story. And I think um, when it comes to, like, you're also seeing it. Willie Cauley-Stein of the, of the Mavericks already said he's not going to go to Orlando. He's not going to take a, be part of this. Uh, Avery Bradley of the Lakers mm -hmm. said, look, man, my kid has respiratory issues. And for family, due to family concerns and health, you know, I'm going to not go with the team to Orlando. You're so let me ask, you're I, I, I wanna, these guys. Let me ask you about Avery Bradley. Lakers are are uh, a favorite to win the the yeah. NBA title this season. If they win, should Avery Bradley get a ring? Oh, absolutely. You get a ring just for being on the team, even if you didn't play. Look at my boy Adam Morrison. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you get a ring even if you, even if you play one minute. One minute, yeah. He still get a ring. I think the question but is, I think, but I think you cannot you cannot blame Avery Bradley. No, you, you can't. can't. No, you can't. You can't. You can't. My my concern is, or another concern of mine is, Ben. What if, bro? What if, or, or not? What if? But when it happens, when one of the big stars in any of these leagues, okay, if mm -hmm. it's hockey, when Ovechkin, Crosby, if it's baseball, when a Mike Trout or 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 one of the Mookie Betts or a Yankee. Or in basketball, what if a LeBron James and Anthony Davis, somebody gets the virus? If somebody, one of these big okay. stars gets the virus, that's when shit's going to hit the fan. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's when. Yeah. And I don't think it's a matter of, of if, but when. Well, Yeah, all these leagues are hoping that it's only the no-name guys that get it. But it's yeah. definitely one of the big guys is going to get it for sure. Yeah, but listen, listen, listen to this. Uh, there's a list for players, you know, to be. To, I mean, to say that okay, you know what? For now, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna play if their wives are pregnant. Mike Trout's wife is pregnant. Gary Cole's wife is pregnant, and Bryce Harper's wife is pregnant. Man, those guys fuck. <laughs> they're all saying they're gonna play. But at, but at the same time, I say like, hey, what if, like, what if they just. What you know upsets me the most about this protocol, yeah, is that uh, if if a player tests positive, they're not, they're gonna put that player in quarantine, but not the whole team. Like inevitably, yeah. someone's gonna get it besides that player. Oh, it's gonna be a chain reaction of people. Yeah, like that's the way it works. Mm -hmm. I mean, chain, re chain yeah, reaction to movie. Reaction. Like, so th they're they're gonna have the this. Yeah, they're gonna have this the the sixty man player pool, yeah. and they 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 can use you know a, a player from 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 that pool if, if one of one of them gets injured for some reason. Yeah. Um. But that's for me, it's it's terrifying. But think but, about it, man. Think about this scenario. This is a very plausible scenario. You're seeing it right now at the University of Clemson. You got 37 people tested positive, right? Mm -hmm. 14 mm -hmm. additional today makes the total 27. You got in any of these teams, baseball, uh, uh, basketball, hockey, whatever, one guy gets it, didn't know he got it, got it in some weird way, or maybe he deliberately knew he was do breaking. Like, look at Novak Djokovic was out there partying, knowing and knowing better, and he was out there doing something. And what if one of these guys, you know, doesn't think they have it, goes into a situation where they're in a team practice or something, and 
man, it just spreads like that. You know what I mean? And that guy passes it to one guy who then passes it to the other guy. What if you have a situation where you get half the team knocked out in one swoop? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like now we're talking about a competition, uh, an ethical competitions debate here. Like, is it fair if half of a team can't play? Like, do we should we give them more time? We can. Like, should we pause the league? Like, I don't. Eliminated. I'm, I'm. 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 Yeah, eliminated. I am so happy that I'm not on whatever committee has to figure these kind of things out because, man, this is like this is. This, this, Fuck, man, this is hard, you know. And they then should just, they should just keep playing until there's only one guy left that hasn't gotten COVID, and that guy is a champion. Just that one guy. Only the strong survive. Just only one all- one person that didn't get COVID. <laughs> he is the NBA champion, not a team. It should just be every man for himself, and that guy gets a ring. Fuck everybody else. Yeah, that's I my that's my. <laughs> I agree. My scenario. I like. Yeah, I mean, my, why not? Why not? Why not? But, um... I think it would make for good TV. You know what I mean? I'm out here watching Ultimate Tag on Fox, man. That's how desperate I am for some good TV. So I'll, I'll take a, 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 a you know a death match here for for all the marbles when it comes to the sports. Who who's gonna be the the uh, the no name player that wins the NBA championship because he didn't get COVID? <laughs> because nobody nobody invited him out to any of the lounges and the hotels and shit. <laughs> It's going to be like uh, Dion Waiters for the Lakers or something like that. Yeah. I've been sitting there and, you know, just. Philly cheese! Yeah. Yeah. Like, like this. And, and it's going to be like. The new logo. <laughs> that's the new logo of the NBA next season because that's yeah. one of the prizes for winning. Um, no, but go ahead. Go ahead. There you go. <laughs> yeah, but uh, for, for baseball. Um, I know, I know it's, I know it's gonna be complicated. I know they're, they're gonna be tested twice per, per week, uh, for, for each player. So that's, that's, that's a challenge, of course. And they're gonna, they're gonna make a temperature check before leaving the house, once they arrive to the parking lot, and then once they arrive to the clubhouse. They're yeah. gonna make three tests. Damn. You know, in, in the same day, like checking your temperature and. If you have any any symptoms, I was I was talking talking about this with uh, Odrisa Mardespani. You remember the former Marlins pitcher? He's pitching in Korea, by the way, in the KBO, and he's doing What's great. Right? and really happy for Odrisa Mar. What's his Odrisa name? Odrisa Mardespani. Despani. Oh, Despani. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that guy had a hard ass name, man. I couldn't fucking say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, he's doing he's doing great he's he's, he's pitching very good and yeah. he told me that the hardest part for them is uh they're they're not allowed to spit like saliva or or seeds or chewing yeah. tobacco or whatever yeah, i heard no tobacco nah, that, that's that's the toughest part yeah and the toughest part one of the toughest parts like if you got if you guys you know have all this model with the astros and everything but they're gonna be strictly punished if they go on a brawl and they fight. So the Astros can take as many hit by pitches they want, and they're not gonna be able to defend themselves and go Ooh. after a pitcher. And you know what? Come being the fun, you know. Yeah, yeah. You can get kicked out if you go for if you do a brawl like like out of the league yeah. right yeah. now. Let me ask you about you mentioned um, this guy that's playing in, in Korea. And with a severe, severe, you know, fine. 
then. Danny, let me let me ask you about this, this. Let me ask you about um about this guy that's playing in Korea. Uh, I remember when they first started showing the Korean games on ESPN, they highlighted this one player who's leading. Um, um, he's like the the leading slugger or something in Korea, but he used to play in the major leagues and he couldn't hack it here. Then he goes over there. Now he's like the best hitter in Korea, and now you're saying that. What was his name again? The player, the the one, the one I played for the Marlins. Oh, the Spaniard. The Spaniard. Okay, now you're saying that he's doing well in Korea, but he wasn't. But I guess he didn't do very well over here since he had to go to Korea. So what is it? Is that just like an easier league? Do our do they get our scrubs and our scrubs are awesome over there? Is that what's going on? <laughs> I mean, of course, it's a very different league, and you know. Um, Right now, I think like no nobody knows him, and and I think that's why for some players it's easier, you know. Mm-hmm. Like no, nobody knows you. Of course, they have scouting reports and everything, but it's not the same than than yeah. when you face a, a guy, you know. I don't know. Every every five days, uh, you have advanced scouting and everything. So uh, I, I think that's the main difference. But Adrisomer is is very good. Of course, also he he also doesn't know them. He doesn't know them, yeah. uh, you know, the, the, the other hitters. So, yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, that happens. And, and, and it happens with guys like Miles Michaelas, for, for example. He, he, had a, he had a short period of time in the big leagues with San Diego and then uh, with the Rangers. He went to Japan. He was an all-star there. He was, mm-hmm. you know, uh, a very, he was pitching very good in, in Japan. And then he came back to, to the major leagues and he made the all-star team in 2018. Oh. And he was pitching very good for the Cardinals. He, Cardinals, he got the extension. Uh, Eric Thames, the same thing. Melvin Mora went to Taiwan uh, a long time ago, and then he had a great career in the big league. So those things happen. And, and same when, when they go to winter ball, uh, yeah. you know, to recover their, their careers or, you know, their, their, to find their, you know, their, their forms and, you know, to, to perform very good. Yeah. I mean, you have uh, – it's the Michael Beasley effect, man. You go overseas, you're, people don't have info on you. You have a clear mind because you're away from everything, so you're no distractions. You're focused on what you need to focus on. Yeah, you can, you know, you could turn it on over there. Do you see that video of Michael Beasley schooling guys in a, in a gym? That's unfair, bro. That's not bro, fair. <laughs> he was challenging every single person no, in that gym, and what they did, they they gave him the ball, and he had five seconds to score on the guy, and he would score on every single one of them in less than five seconds. Dude, Mike Beasley, man, coming out of K State back in uh, what year was that? Oh eight. Yo, he yeah. was. That kid, man, I I, I knew Derek, Derek Rose was mm-hmm. going to go number one. But I had, at that time, I had no doubt that we were going to be all right with Beasley at two in that pick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Beasley just had, he was just natural talent, natural scorer, you know. And I was like, yo, him with a healthy weight, we're going to be some, you know, we're going to be in some shit. But, man, dude just had a good career in the NBA, had his moments. Overall, compared yeah. to other guys, you, you know, I wouldn't say he had a good career, but he had a career. <laughs> he, well, he had a good career in the sense that it was long, and he was he had plenty of opportunity and stuff. Did he live to potential? Did he fulfill that potential? No, not at all. You know, he left a lot to be desired, but in his eyes, yo, like he he tried everything he could, and you know that was the best that he had. So good for him. But man, it, it would have been really scary, man, because you know he that dude he had like just. Well, he was just automatic. Like, if you wanted to yeah. score, he was going to score any which way, man. He just had that kind of arsenal when it came to offense. But Yeah, man. He was just immature and, you know, smoked a little too much weed. <laughs> yeah. Smokes too much. Yes, sir. Go. Yeah. You know? 
got in his way. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But I got in his way, Lars. Yeah. yeah. But, well, uh, guys. Uh huh. I want to. Yeah. I, I want to send a shout out to to um, Mauricio Musa. He's a good friend from Venezuela who is upset with me because he said that you're doing podcasts with everybody out there and not with me. And he he wants me to do a podcast with podcast with him. About Tiburones de la Guaira, which is my team in Venezuela, I love that team. Mauricio loves that team. Too. Me too. That's my team. That's gonna happen. We're gonna make that. We're we're gonna make that happen. That's that has to be your team as well. That's it right. Do it. Do it. Do it. We're, we're, we're Tiburones fans. Venezuela, go Tiburones. Pa encima. Where, that's, that's where can I get a Tiburones uh, hat? You have to say Tiburones pa encima. Tiburones pa encima. That's gonna happen, Mauricio. Encima. Don't, don't encima. Worry about it. Where, where can I get a Tiburones hat, bro? Pa encima. There you go. Well, first of all, I have to get one. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. He's not even up there, man. He's over here. He's but, all yeah, happy yeah, about yeah. his Washington well, National well, Cap. Okay. He's got no, no rep. Oh, no, no, no. Well, the, the National own Tiburon, their own shark with the baby shark with Gerardo Parra. That's yeah, true. That was a very, the baby story. shark, that's right. That was the, <laughs> that was the best story in, on the, of the postseason. That was good. That was good. Hey, um, so real quick before we roll out. So I know I haven't watched Remember the Titans yet, but you know what I did watch um, this week on MLB Network? They showed uh, a, a great movie. We've talked about this, but they've been showing Little Big League, you know, Moneyball Junior, Moneyball Light. And um, I was watching Little Big League. Yo, is it? it's safe to say Ken Griffey and Randy Johnson, maybe one of the best sports movie villains ever, huh? Oh, Ken Griffey yeah. was a villain in that movie. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Randy Johnson, they, they, sure. oh, they were like Griffey Same goes up the bat. Same with Ken Griffey Jr. They were the that movie villain. They were movie villains, very unlikely, but very good sports movie villains. Remember, he robs the home run to 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 end the game. He hits yeah. the home run. Randy Johnson striking people out like. Hmm, you know that, that was good, and you didn't expect that. You didn't expect you know that. that? You know, like, no, you, you, you didn't expect that. And by the way, the, the documentary on, on MLB Network Junior, it was amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I loved it. Oh, damn. Um, I didn't have seen that. I didn't know that was a thing. I got to watch that. And that, you got you to gotta watch it. Uh, that that uh, Mariners team was, was pretty special. Like, you, you mm -hmm. see everything that happened at the Kingdom in 95 and in that LDS against the, the Yankees. Uh, Donny Basel last uh, series ever. Yeah, uh, it, it was really good for you know for baseball for for Seattle. Like thanks to that, we we still have baseball in Seattle, so yeah. it's pretty cool with Edgar and and Griffey and uh, Jay Buhner, Randy. Oh, yeah, it's a pretty special team. Let me um, let me let me ask something here. Okay, first off, Gus, watch the Junior documentary. It's really good. Um, there's a very big quote that came out of it where he said how much he hates the Yankees. And okay, okay. That's where that came from. Yeah, that came from that. But here's the thing, though. I don't, again, all right, let me show you where I'm at. Let, let me give you a visual of where I'm at, okay? This is something I'm going to talk about right now, all right? But there we go. So you see where I'm coming from, okay? Um, Mr. Negativity over here. Oh, boy. This is my negative hat now. Is it fair to say? Yes. Is it fair to say that Griffey's best moments in his career 
when you look back at it, he had, you know, he got the 600 and something home runs, the 10 gold gloves, all the all-star games, a lot of individual awards, a lot of individual accolades. But he went, went once to the playoffs. We celebrate him winning a wild card round, like if it's the greatest thing, but he really never did anything in the playoffs. He's really remembered for beating the Yankees at the start of their um, rise to becoming a dynasty, but it was a wild card game and then losing in the AOCS and hitting a home run that hit the warehouse in Baltimore, you know, in a home run derby. Like, I feel like those two things, I feel like it's almost like, man, we wasted some incredible talent. And just, I kind of feel bad. Like, bro, like the, Griffey was so dope. Like, you watch the documentary and you're like blown away at his skill, his passion, his drive. But man, what a shame that we didn't so, right. get more out of him. I don't know. I don't. I can't tell if you are blaming the fact that he never won on him, or if you're saying that the Mariners wasted his greatness by not putting a good team around him. Which one are you saying? I don't know. Maybe I'm not sure. Maybe I'm trying to formulate what I'm what I'm trying to say as I say it because because you are totally the guy that always blames a win or a loss on the best player on that team when it's a team sport. Oh, I just think I think if we really look at it, I think his his best part of his career was very brief you know i mm-hmm. think his, his his real i know he got the 10 yeah, all but his real peak of his career was brief he had those four seasons where he hit 50 home runs and that the, all the rbis and everything then injuries fucked it up and before that it was just i, mean, I don't know if it was a him or a team issue but man, like I, I, I guess you always think of Junior as a winner because of his personality. The guy had ninety-nine point something percent. Hall of, three people didn't vote for him in the Hall of Fame. You know, probably Yankee fans. And whatever he had, all this great stuff. But when you really think about it, like, bro, he didn't accomplish what you what 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 you would think somebody of that stature would have. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel yeah. like I guess I hadn't really put those things together. And maybe I don't know exactly what I'm trying to say with it, but I just it, 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 those are the things that I was thinking about as I was watching. I was like, man, like I just don't think you can blame a, a team's wins or losses on one guy. Yeah, maybe maybe I shouldn't say that I'm trying to blame something, but I'm just trying to like understand uh, it, it understand reminds, a little better. It reminds me a little bit, a little bit of Mike Trout, of course. I mean, if you see Mike's career, yeah. just one playoff appearance and. He, it was a very poor series for him against the, against the Royals. Yeah. Uh, same. We can say the same about Donny Baseball, for example. Don Mattingly. I mean, he mm-hmm. he came in the worst Yankee era ever, ever. I mean, and when 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 we arrived to the teams, the Yankees started to lose like every single year, and then when he left, they started winning and they started dynasty. Yeah. So it's something that happens, you know, with certain players that are just not. Lucky enough, lucky yeah. enough to, to, yeah. to enjoy that. My, my, not, not all the time was with the player, but yeah. it's a shame. And, and I just think my childhood hero was Dale Murphy. And, you know, I think he had one playoff appearance in his career. And he got there right at the beginning. I think they made the playoffs like in 82. And that was it. But he had a great career throughout the 80s on some horrible Braves teams. He won two MVPs back-to-back. He was a five-time All-Star or five-time Gold Glover, multiple-time All-Star. He had all these things. And when he left the Braves in early 90, then the following year, they started their dynasty of 15 straight division titles. So, yeah, I feel like that sucks. But I don't know. I just I guess I never you think of of Griffey like this big winner. But he, you know, he in actuality, yeah, he's 
he's Mike Trout, a lot of stuff, but an injured Mike Trout. At least Mike Trout's been playing every year, you know? It, bro, like I st- when you watch that documentary, you realize how much time Griffey yeah. missed. It was really sad, man. Like, and I felt for the guy. That stuff hurt, man. Like, torn hamstring, knee, uh, some back thing. Like, he just kept every – like, when he went to Cincinnati, he had one good season in Cincinnati. And then it was just – and then to see him, like, playing on the White Sox and then coming off the bench in Seattle was tough, man. It was just – I don't want to yeah, see – that's awful. Like that. that's awful to see. Yeah, but, I mean, no, like, that, that happens. Sometimes players – yeah. Oh, but by the way, he, he left Cincy, the, the Reds, and, and the Reds start winning and going to the playoffs in consecutive years, too. <laughs> Go that figure, happened. man. Go figure. I think... Um, like Brandon Phillips and Joy Bada pushing more things than him in, in, in Cincy. <laughs> yeah, man. It's just, it is, it, it tells you how special it is to make it to the playoffs. It tells you how hard baseball is. Think about it. How hard mm-hmm. it is that one of the game's greatest players won playoff. One playoff appearance, you know? Yeah. Not, even, not even a championship. Yeah. Just making it to the playoffs. You know, but Donnie Baseball, one playoff appearance, and he was and a great it's, player. And it's unfair. Exactly. And, it, and it's unfair with some players. Uh, and it's very different. When, For example, you can you can argue how, how good a player was because of... Um, because of how many championships he won or individual awards or whatever. That applies to baseball, of course. But I think it applies more for sports like football, for soccer or um, or basketball. Because, I mean, LeBron James, anytime he wants, he can get the ball. Leo Messi, anytime he wants, he can get the ball. Or yeah. the same with Ronaldo, same with AD, same with... I mean, name the player you want, the big star you want. In baseball, like... The amount of times that you can be, you know, the the, the main the, the main guy on, on the on, on the game, like you, you hit and then you have to wait for eight more players to hit so you can have an at bat again. Yeah, yeah. you have four, like five, if you're ten. a pitcher, you pitch that night and then you have to wait four more days in order to you know to, to go back at it again. So you, you can win that game, but then you, your team is gonna lose like four in a row, and then you have to win <laughs> again. So, so you, you get me, right? Yeah, it's, so all it's very different from from baseball. Or maybe you only give up one run, but okay, it's really, I think it's really yeah. unfair to to say you know this player was better. Yeah, or even even exactly. as a pitcher, even exactly. yeah, you That's only give up one run, but you don't have run support. Yeah, yeah, you know. Well, gentlemen. Yeah, exactly. Gentlemen, I, this is what I got left right now. This is what I got left right now. I have, I have, I have. I'm on my second beer. See, Gus is ahead of me. I'm going to finish. <sighs> I think that's the yeah. signal. Oh, see, there you go. Cheers, that's guys. That's the signal of, uh, damn, Gus, there you go. Gus, 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 Gus. There you go, Bobby. Daniel, I want to thank you for impromptu appearance here. I hope you had a good time. Thank you for joining us. Um, Always great when uh, when we can uh, get together and talk, especially baseball. I really love it. Uh, we can do some more stuff soon. Stay safe, my friend. Stay safe out there. Yes. Um, wear your mask and uh, enjoy. The, have a great weekend. Thank you again for joining us. And for everybody watching, thank you so much for the comments, for mm-hmm. for the likes. Guys, please go up to the uh, iPod. What is it? Podcast app on your iPhone or Apple Podcast. Mm-hmm. Look up Lemon City Live. Give us a little five-star review. 
write something nice, write something mean. I don't care, but just give us five stars. <laughs> and uh, and just to share, uh, share every little like, every comment, every click, everything that you do, we see it, we we appreciate it, and we we value all of that. So the more the more you can do, the more you can um, give us like that. It's always much appreciated. But again, thank you to the fans. Thank you for everybody. We hope we made your Friday night a little better. Thank you so much for stopping by. Hope you enjoyed yourself. And uh, other than that, have a great weekend, everybody. We'll be mm -hmm. back on Tuesday. Stay safe. And uh, love you guys. Tiburones para arriba. Uh, yeah, there you go. Tiburones para encima. Para encima. All right. I almost got it. I almost got it. I wrote a song about it. Like the kid, here go. Live every Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Records played on Wednesday. <laughs> Lemon City. La, 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 la. I'm always happy to jump on with uh, my favorite Lemonheads.